Welcome to another Wheel Nerds podcast. Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 82. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And my rhymes are not fat. They are, in fact, somewhat skinny. Like your uh, mochaccino from Starbucks? Quite so, yes. Mmm, uh-huh. mochaccinos. It's like coffee, but without all the yucky coffee taste. All I can taste is sugar and cream. Cream. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I, it sounds awful, actually, to I, me. I don't, I don't I, like I feel co- vaguely nauseous now. <laughs> I don't like coffee. I oh. like the sugary taste. Yeah, I like it. I like it black and bitter, just like I like my chocolate. <laughs> I was going to say, you keep all your women ground up in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know how. Speaking it goes. of misogyny, ooh, <laughs> let's jump right into classifieds. Oh, classifieds! Oh, classifieds! It's misogyny day on Wheel Nerds for classifieds. Peter sent us this one. Wow, <clears throat> 2005 Heritage won't let the bitch have it. Your game. I am being forced to sell my 05 Heritage. I don't want to sell it, but if I don't sell it this week, that C-word and her lawyer are going to get it into divorce. I would like to get 10K for it, but I will take whatever the best offer is. I would rather give it away than see that low life. Entire rest of sentence closed. Get it. She was nothing but a broke-ass stripper. Bad word. When I met her, I guess there are some things you just can't change. Call and ask for Tim. And No, no, no. Call the number and then press Press 1. And, and ask for Tim. Tim. P.S. Just because I'm in a fix, please don't try to offer me 200 bucks or something. Thanks, guys. Soon to be single Tim without a thing. All women suck. Well, Tim <laughs> feels strongly about things. Okay, I have a question, though. He's in prison. Okay, yeah. I, the, 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 the press won. Now, he points out that she was working at a strip club when he met her. Several times. Mm-hmm. 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 What are the chances if you call that number, you're going to get the strip club? And it's going to be like, press one for <laughs> the mop department. This is the DJ? Press one for mop and bucket. <laughs> this is the DJ. I don't think it's the DJ. I think it, it's the mop guy it could in the be back. The DJ. Press one for facilities. <laughs> what stripper's going to, you know, date the mop guy? Maybe she didn't know he was the mop guy at first. How do you not she... know that? Well, she's gone by the time he's mopping, you know? <laughs> like the little door thing is closed and she's she's on her way. He's mopping it out after everything's over, man. That's the nature of mopping in a strip club. Lord. He's an angry guy. He's an angry guy. He, yeah. He's angry at women and... And things. And he's so angry at women and we can't... I feel vaguely dirty even reading this ad. Should we call the number and see? I'm a little tempted, actually. Just to see what the the, the menu says? Yeah. Okay, let, let's, let's call do it. the number. Okay. Uh, hold on a second here. <laughs> if I say hang up, you hang up fast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> state prison. Hang up! <laughs> hang up, hang up, no! But your bed is it's a strip club. I, I'm thinking strip club. I'm going for prison. Okay. Hi, you've reached Naive Positions. We're excited to speak to you about your career goals and the job opportunities that are available to you. Unfortunately, you have reached our office after hours. Please call back during normal business hours. It's a sleazy recruiting firm? Which are Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for your call. I don't think I'd want this guy to help me find a job. (laughs) It's a... Uh, uh, it's like a legitimate business from that ad, and he gave his phone number to his work, like a real <laughs> honest God work. And it's all wow. Uh huh. Um, hmm. You know what? You guys should just call him up and offer him the two hundred bucks because he's going to need it when he gets fired. <laughs> Seems likely. Yeah. When the complaints begin to come in, uh, I don't actually want to talk to Tim, but I like to make a complaint. Wow. Uh-huh. That's a thing right there. Yeah. I'm. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm more shocked. All women suck, including that woman with the nice voice on the phone answering. <laughs> that was his wife. Okay, I got it. It's a husband and wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're in business together, and that was her. Uh, oh, and that was the go-through to him and avoid the <laughs> wife. Okay, yeah, I can see it. What would I press two? <laughs> Did you know... <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that did. Okay, mm-hmm. that was uh, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see, next up. Something a little more relaxing, I think, is in order. Uh, a couch glide. 
Couch Glide. Harley Davidson Couch Glide. Uh-huh. We like those. Charlie sent us this one. The one of a kind custom Harley Davidson double recliner in Rio Rancho. Hello, fellow Harley fans! <laughs> Jay must have written this ad. <laughs> Oh, how we know it's April and May is still ahead. The weather is getting warmer every day, and there's nothing better than being out on the road and having the wind blow through your hair. So sit on the couch, fat shit. <laughs> if you are the one I saw getting picked up by a wind gust walking down the street today, you are aware how amazing that feels. What? I don't even know. It's time to beat the wind at its own game. What could possibly be better than riding all day with the biggest group of friends, <laughs> or solo, than pulling up to home, letting the hog take a break from its wild 100-mile journey as you enter the man cave, trading one set of leathers for another. And Wait, I don't want to do that with a b- bunch of dudes. Sure you do. You want to enter the man cave. Chuck. Trading leathers? Mmm, leathers. I'm... In the man cave. This is an uncomfortable it gets better this is a genuine lazy boy double reconning love seat which already make this makes a beautiful timeless piece of furniture and we just took it a step further this piece has been professionally reupholstered in fine detail and is a must for any harley fan call cindy uh wow okay so it's a reclining love seat with a Harley Davidson orange stripe down the middle and the Harley Davidson logo right where your head sits yeah. which doesn't seem like it'd be terribly comfortable no um, we put a big patch where your head is because that's comfy. Because <laughs> you want that. Yep. Uh, straight out of New Mexico. It's time to beat the wind. What? It doesn't I, even make sense. I don't know. What? What? It's like. It's you, like. You and were... do you like beans? So do I. Buy this love seat. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I love beans. Me too. Holy crap! Let's call her. Uh, love seat. Oh. <laughs> if you're the one I saw get picked up by a wind gust walking down the street today, what? A genuine lazy boy double reclining love seat of which there are only several million in the world, which already makes this a beautiful timeless Pete. What? Beautiful and timeless. Also, it's a leather love seat with a Harley stripe on it, so n- not so much really. And it doesn't even go all the way. No, no, the back doesn't. Oh wow, but yeah, the you're seat right. Doesn't have it. The actual moving parts of the seat in the middle don't have the stripe. I mean, I guess that part's under your ass. Yeah, the ass part is missing the stripe. Yeah. I, I demand ass stripe from my high-end Harley couches. If I'm trading leathers with a bunch of dudes, I expect an ass stripe. Ass stripe is kind of, you know, considered good policy. It's you, a, know, you, know, it, it's, you know, it's just good manners. It's etiquette? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yep. So there it is. You, too, can have a one-of-a-kind custom Harley Davidson double recliner until I'm, they make I'm another. I'm going to go put on some extra pairs of pants. Okay, yeah, that seems... <laughs> Light myself on fire. Seems good. Uh, Phil sent us a stalker bike. <laughs> 2001 Yamaha R6 Custom 750, fairings, wheels, forks. Yes, so apparently it's it's not really the bike in the pictures. It's the fairings, wheels, and forks for the bike in question. I have a 2001 Yamaha R6 with 08 Gixxer fairings. Everything is from Gixxer X. Exact motor and forks. That's it. Need a lot of body work just here, and there are no cracks. Just everything. It all has Gixxer fork. Wheels fairings. <laughs> it was a self-custom. It needs carbs cleaned and tuned. Runs rough. It run. Why don't you use punctuation? Punctuation is your friend. God damn it. Oh, it runs rough. It runs but turns off because of it need battery. battery I'm asking. asking. 2350 or trade for car or truck or rims. Backed out 30 inch rims. 28 inch rims. All I'm asking is for fair trade. No jugs. I do have title. Previous owner lost it trying to file for one. As I speak, I still have contact with him. You can reach me or text, text, text for faster response at any time. So the things I I see in this that make me a little suspicious. No punctuation. Yes. The tail appears to be bent in a way the tail is not supposed to be bent. It looks like a wasp. Uh, yeah, it seems to be missing the front wheel. It's, uh, yeah, I, 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 no title. It looks like a wreck. It does look like a wreck. Yes, in fact, I'm almost certain this is a wreck. It kind of smells like one of those ones where if you, uh, oh, and it's in Southwesty. <laughs> I, I love this first picture where it's It's, it's leering in the back of the, of the pickup truck. Like, hey. Hello, Todd. I've been here quite some time watching you. Mike, how long have you been back there? Long enough. <laughs> Okay, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. So he, in the body of the ad, he's asking twenty three fifty. Yeah, what's he want six hundred bucks for? I think this is a Chinese spam bot. <laughs> is what I think. <laughs> like if you call that number or text them, you are getting like all the spam. Your number is getting sold. 
to the lowest, highest, all bitters. You get all the spam. All of it. This is like, what they're really advertising here, get all the spam. Because they got Yamaha in it, R6 in it. They got Gixxer in there just for maximum, you know. Yeah. Entertainment. Yeah. Asking 2350, but in the headline is he's asking 600 in the Southwesty. I'm not really sure it's worth either. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's really something. That's... And, and it's, and it's a creeper bike. I bet the gas tank's full of a uh, Nas energy drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems likely. <laughs> it's grape, grape gas. Next. Next, we got a Honda Ascot. And guess where it is, Chuck? Straight out of Compton. Ah, uh, Yeah. We have nerds! Uh! 2013! Honda Ascot! Large package in our pants! My Ascot Squirrel Girls with Big Raxi, KLR, Squirrel Girls with Big Snacks, my Ascot gets chicks with the Gucci purses! You spank it home with your rack ass purses! Oh! 500cc with the perilous sills, it can be yours too, for 1500 bills! My FT500 has a thicker clutch cable, and I'm so gangster I don't tip if you wait my table! Pulling jobs at my ascot. Big, big bucks. All you got? Adventure Star Bucks. My rhymes, they are so damn fat. All the bitches be up on that. Misogyny is the way to go. That euro, it's so damn slow. What? Straight out of Compton. Bumping my hand off. Ascot! Uh. I, I am getting down. With your bad self? Yes. Yes, I am. Stop it. Sorry. Last chance to get something that will soon be a collector's item. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, in fairness, a Honda Ascot 500 that runs well is pretty badass little bike. I mean, if you're buying an old medium to smallish bike, this is a pretty solid buy. For 1400 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if the thing runs great and is in really good condition, I mean, he's talking... He says it's in perfect condition. Mm-hmm. All kinds of uh, useful things that actually make it run better. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I might go for it. What's the RPS? RPS. I really don't know what RPS is. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, you know. The speedometer doesn't work. It could mean RPMs. Header pipes have a hold. This does not sound like Wait perfect a minute. condition to me. <laughs> the motorcycle is in perfect condition. But the headers have a hole. Right. <laughs> the motorcycle was originally owned by a guy from the Air Force. He sold it to one of my bro coworker, and I bought it. Micros- motorcycle is in perfect condition. Nothing failing. Oil change every 2,000 miles. I like to keep it clean. All the stock parts come with it. I still have the motorcycle made 48 miles per gallon. Now with the sprockets. <gasps> Punctuation, and- people. What oh, the hell? God. And the muffler upgraded. I guarantee <laughs> you 55 m <laughs> Original speed in five gear at 4,000 RPM was 55. Now 65. It's been a huge upgrade with such low-cost things I know about motorcycle study for a year, so I know the bike is, and so is perfect for first riders. Thank God, a period. <sighs> <laughs> Do you want to understand why dogs pull their head out, out in a car? Pull your head out in a car. Put their head out. No, he's definitely pulled their head out. Well, yeah, but he's obviously stupid. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Here's the chance to own. Want my helmet, 125 extra. <laughs> Never used. Two visors, clear and black. One no jacket. Don't have one keychain with the keys. So if you're reading this now, you know you want it. Uh. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Cash only, Chuck. No trades or low ballers. Don't waste your and my time. 23,000 miles. And look, uh, the keywords he's got for it. Yes. Suzuki, Gixxer, Honda, CBR, R6, R1. <laughs> Well, you know, if you want those bikes, you want an ascot. <laughs> Nothing is more gangster than an ascot. There's no getting around it. Todd, I understand you want a Ferrari. How would you like to buy my Ford Econo POS? Hmm. Your ideas intrigue me. <laughs> Thank God you put those search words in there, or I might not have found it. <laughs> I was looking for a fast bike, but now, Chuck, I would prefer an ascot. <laughs> You just want to be able to use the word ascot in daily conversation. It really never gets old. <laughs> it, it's, uh, yeah, Honda Ascot, represent. In fairness, ascots uh, are gangsta now, but really when you get right down to it, haven't ascots always been gangsta? No. No. Oh. I'm trying to imagine, imagine a bunch of like... It's a Japanese bike from Japan, as opposed to a Chinese bike from Japan. Gangster? Gangster! Oh, gangster! What was the name of the Japanese bike gangs? Bosozoku? I don't know. Bosozoku, gangster! 
No, a Japanese bike, gangster bike, is it's Akira. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, or a Honda Ascon. I, I can't imagine someone screaming "Kanita" from the back of that bike. That's because you lack imagination, Chuck. <laughs> you lack imagination. So Thomas sent us a squiddly picture from Killboy. It's uh, an ER6N in blue. Wait a minute. An ER6N in blue? Yeah. Does the guy in front look a little short to you? Is that Claire? <laughs> Claire, are you riding on the dragon in a tank top and yeah. tennis shoes and shorts? And that doesn't look like Claire's wife. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't and at all. Matching shorts and tank top. Uh-huh. That is pretty cute that they've got matching outfits, I have to say. That's really <laughs> they adorable. Are, they, they sorely need tanning. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they do. They could they could knock planes out of the sky <laughs> with their white, 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 pasty skin. I guess as, I guess as the uh, weather gets warmer, more people are coming out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's done the Fender Eliminator, it looks like. Oh, sure. Yeah, you got to. You got to. I'm trying to. God s- forbid you shouldn't get mud up your back. She looks cute. Yeah, yeah, she won't look that cute, you know, when she's getting sunburned. When I sunburn. get done with her. Oh, what? <laughs> I was going to say, she's got a really awful sunburn on her arms and legs. Right, that. <laughs> oh, Chris from the Pace uh, sent us a message. Oh, yes, a dire warning. A Apparently, dire warning. people are a little uh, di- a little nervous these days. Well, I, it looks like the Pace's rally has uh, officially been declared an enemy combatant by the U.S. government. Not just by us? Not just by us. It's almost like someone reported them. <laughs> Uh, no, I guess one of one of the guys, you know, they have all the extra bonus things mm-hmm. you're supposed to, all yeah. the stuff you're supposed to do. I guess Wallen's take a picture from the maybe we're in front of a military base, mm-hmm. and clearly someone in motorcycle gear taking a picture in front of a military base of their motorcycle and a sign terrorist, obviously. Yes. So I, I've been thinking about it, mm-hmm. and okay, you know, everyone's in this heightened sense of of danger. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all kind of paranoid. We're mm-hmm. seeing bomb threats every day in our local news. Mm-hmm. I know how to put people at ease. How's that? Everyone that's doing the pace rally, mm-hmm. very important. When you go to take your picture, make sure you're in the picture with your bike and your sign, and you're not wearing pants. Mm-hmm. In fact. Chris, James, you guys should probably make this a rule. I think so. I, I think it's solid. I mean, it's really going to... You're looking for terrorists. Do you look for the guy with the beard or the guy with no pants? Exactly. And the other thing, since the rally's been kicking off, a ton of people have like just been zipping through and mm-hmm. you know running through these pictures because all they have to do is ride their bike and go places. Let's make it challenging. Mm-hmm. No pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A pants-free rally. A pants-free rally. Mm-hmm. I think it's solid. Put it in the books. That's and that's the wheel nerd safety tip. Two two birds with one stone. Yeah, I like it. Okay, next. Well, uh, Brian sent us the Billy can't keep a girlfriend. Oh yeah, this, video. This this thing made the rounds everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's a bunch of the uh, the oh, it's your favorite. It's it's the stretched out and big yeah. chopper wheeled uh, sport bike. Yeah, yeah. Guy yeah. gets going and he's like, yeah, I'm pretty sweet riding down the yellow. Line. Bumps it and oh, wow. Bumps it and girl falls off and gets, oh, God, sucked into the rear fender. Yeah, pinned oh. by the rear wheel and fender. Wow, yeah. that's really quite horrible. Uh, and it, uh, She's going to be like, okay, guess what you're buying? A sissy bar. <laughs> guess who's not riding on it? Me. I, I hope the backpack took most of that. One can hope. Because uh, that that was just – that's not good. That doesn't look good at all. That doesn't look comfortable. No, it looks I, like she actually might have jammed the wheel up. Uh, yeah. Because I see smoke coming off. Well, he could have locked it up. Yeah. I just don't get you know what they're taking a video. I mean it looks like they're all riding in a straight line next to a crappy condos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, On the other hand, with that bike, I guess that's mostly what you do with it. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, he's having problems just riding in a straight line. <laughs> this is true. But, you know, he figured if he extended the swing arm and put a big fat, you know, uh, chopper tire on it, it wouldn't be a problem. Apparently he forgot he had a passenger when he was bumping gears. <laughs> no, he was hoping he'd, he, you know, she'd pull back and she'd clutch up to him and, you know, give him the little, you know. Yeah, that worked out real well. Yeah, it worked great for him, Wait, I have the, to say. The guy's, uh, I don't know, he's, not, he's a little roundish to be. Uh, yeah, yeah be clutching I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe that's the problem bonk <laughs> yeah i don't think that's uh, oh that's horrible uh, that's not good no 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 sissy bars kids we also got the adventure watch <laughs> i want it i want the adventure watch <laughs> this is the is this from doctor who this is a quintessential todd watch 
It's got no fewer than four analog dials on it showing various things, up to and including compass. Compass. Now, if it had a barometer on it, that would be cooler. <laughs> All it's got is a stupid thermometer. What uh, I really want is a barometer. You know, I'll be perfectly honest with you. You know what? What? This watch is fail. Why is that? It doesn't tell you to date. No, you're right. It's kind of lame. Yeah. It's all four faces and it, they can't throw in the calendar? Mm, no. They have to be round, dewy thingies. I don't know. It's horrible. It's like weird steampunky and vintage. It, it is and has brown leather. It's 20 bucks. I'm, it's impossible to resist. It's 20 bucks. It probably keeps terrible time. <laughs> <laughs> time. Time. <laughs> what time is it? Well, what time is it really ever? <laughs> what time is it? North. <laughs> 40 degrees. <laughs> My favorite is that it gives the temperature in centigrade. Have you noticed that? Not in Fahrenheit. Oh, the, oh yeah, you're right. So you'd be sitting there like, what temperature is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, Terry, wait, is it, is you're, it? You're, you're a Yoel writer. You should appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Yoel writing, I don't get to write in your Yoel anymore. Well, we could put the seat back in. Maybe I'm working on a fast release. I, I yeah, hear I have, you a, have new a much monkey. better monkey. Much better monkey. I have a new and much better monkey. My dog Daisy, a cooperative monkey. Yes, yeah. We uh, so I, I decided I was going to take Daisy, my black lab, out in the sidecar. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's been with us for about a month now, and she's kind of getting settled into the house. She was a rescue dog, and so I uh, I bought her doggles and a harness. I uh, bought only the finest of sidecar dog cushions, which was not at all a uh, patio furniture cushion from Home Depot. <laughs> well, you know, I'm like, I need a cushion that can be out in the sun or whatever and rain and not really get hurt by it and has some way to attach it to... Wait a second. <laughs> <You gotta laughs> also cheap. Hose it off. Yeah, exactly. Take it out and hose it off, whatever. So uh, I put that in there, you know, took the seat out, mm -hmm. um, hooked her leash up to the uh, seat belt, um, and... Yeah, piled her in. Had to encourage her with some cookies at first. Okay. And so the first time around the block, she would not take her head off my lap. She was like, oh. what is this crap? <laughs> what is this crap? You know, I went up and down the street. She oh. won't, won't take her head out of my lap. So then we start to go around the block and the wind starts to pick up and she starts to stick her head now underneath kind of my right hand, mm -hmm. kind of like peeking out from behind the tank, you know, because she's a wuss. <laughs> Peeking out from behind the tank, I come around the corner, Ruthann snaps a picture of us, uh -huh. and then uh, keep on going around the corner again, and now she's starting to straighten out. Now she's got her head out with her tongue hanging out over the front of the sidecar. We keep going laps around. We're like, we're riding around looking for kids so I can beep with them <laughs> and the dog, and they're all going, oh my God. <laughs> what, how'd she handle the, the doggles? Uh, you know, the doggles were a challenge at first. We put them on her in the house, and she just tried to pull them off immediately and did the, you know, she did that uh, kind of hangdog, what are you doing to me, oh, right, God, right. face. Right, right. Um, and then kind of, you know, pushed them off of herself. Uh -huh. um, once she associated them with, hey, we're riding around, she didn't even notice they were on. Oh, like, okay. as, as soon as she had her head out in the breeze, she was like, oh, all right. <laughs> Then she was pretty happy. So you just stayed in the neighborhood? Pretty much? I just stayed in the neighborhood going around. You know, I basically, I was like squitting it up. I had like my helmet on and a t-shirt and jeans and shoes. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going, you know, all of 10 miles an hour. And you're on a Euro, you know. Yeah, you know. The, I, the, the possibility of you low sliding is slim. Uh, bordering on zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is you. you yeah, you, you know. find a way. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I have a new monkey. That's um, cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm looking forward to doing a longer trip with her. I, I want to buy a leash that uh, is just specifically for the sidecar so I can get the length just right and leave it there. Mm -hmm. um, I can also clip you in with it. Um, what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. But, uh, yeah, so I figured that'll be, you know, I'll take her to the pet store like that, and then mm -hmm. she can get out. We walk in, and she associates it with good things. One of the key things with dogs is you always you associate it with good things. Nothing bad ever happens in the sidecar. She gets in the sidecar. She gets pets and cookies. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been, I'll be near the sidecar, and I'll open the door, and I go, who's the sidecar dog? <laughs> Pat the cushion, and she gets up inside, and I give her, you know, pets and stuff. That seems to have worked. <laughs> You've been brainwashing her. That's how you train dogs. You brainwash them. <laughs> have you seen my dog? Your dog came pre-brainwashed, <laughs> scrubby clean. So, speaking of low sides, huh? I got to see a low side in person this weekend. Training? In one of my classes. Yep. That was my ERC. Okay. What so, happened? Well, this guy was doing pretty well. He was on a Buell Ulysses. Um, really? Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's doing pretty well at the class. Was he's, it my beauty, Ulysses? No, no, it was oh. a black one. Okay. But uh, he's doing doing well at the class and everything. Does he want to sell it? I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's got a little. It's got a little scratch in the side. Um, <laughs> so so everything's going great. You know, he's doing great, and all the evals. We get an eval four, which is the corner. Now, you know, it's it's a decreasing radius corner and generally speaking, you want people to get up to like 20, 25 miles an hour and then you apply both brakes to slow to a good entry speed and go around the corner. Okay. Now, this is a tight corner. You know, me taking it at what I consider a pretty zippy speed that would freak students out, I'm entering it at about 10 and leaving it at 15, you know. This guy comes barreling in, doesn't even look at his front brake, takes a terrible line through the corner and then proceeds to lean, 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 lean until there's no lean anymore. Oh, wow. And low sides it. Right, I mean, like six feet in front of me. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, he slides, the bike slides, mirror pieces are bouncing around. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> he gets up and immediately tries the, is there something slippery excuse. <laughs> Sand! Gravel! Oil! Yeah. Possibly Mars! I'm like, no, dude, I'm sorry. Three students went through that before you. I've been through it a hundred times. There's not oil there. <laughs> you came in too fast. You know, the other instructor's like, wow, he didn't even, like, touch his front brake going into that. I was like, oh, I know. As he's going in, I'm thinking, boy, he's going in really fast, isn't he? So, so he just got on his rear brake? Was he, like... I don't know if he got on either brake at all. I think he just ran out of lean angle. Oh, man. Yeah, and there's... there's. It's hard to tell because there's the, the front tire did this little, like, squeak a wick a wick thing um, through the corner. <laughs> so it's really... It was, like... Wow, it could it could be he cracked off throttle really hard. You know, if he had the Ulysses up revving high, that could certainly uh, lock up the rear wheel. Yeah, if he was already leaned over pretty far. Yeah, but my my general observation was he just came blowing into that thing, was looking right at the ground. You know, basically doing all the stuff he had not done all day, and then we had told him not to do all day, and then he started doing it at the last possible second. Wow, it's like well, I'm almost done with this course. <laughs> <laughs> I felt terrible for the guy. He's a pretty good sport about it. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was How'd exciting. How'd the bike take it? You know, the, uh, the case had a big scratch on the side of it. Okay. Had the, the Buell, you know, standard Hepco, Becker, whatever they are, uh-huh, uh-huh. cases. Uh, broke off the mirror. Uh, knocked the uh, handguard off of the handlebar. Yeah. But it was still basically intact. Like, we just put it back on. Yeah, those things come off real easy. Yeah. 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 And then the, uh, the rubber baby buggy bumper on the side of the tank never actually touched the ground. Okay. So, yeah, it was, it was something else. So a black Ulysses with bags. Yeah, it was uh, it was an exciting exciting moment. Ulysses motorcycles, black ones. They're dangerous. You should sell yours quickly at a low low price. To me, Chuck. What? Stop victimizing my students. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> Just saying. So yeah, yeah. So that was that was. Wow. That was exciting, and I I, I was I almost called you on the spot. I'm like, Chuck, oh my god, I just saw you Ulysses low tide. <laughs> and I was like, that would probably be bad form uh, as the coach of the class. <laughs> Come and offer him money for it. <laughs> Get out of here, I'm pretty excited. He looks pretty sad. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that was that was my weekend. A uh, bit of excitement and a bit of fun with the dog. So any any other interesting things happening so far in, with your ERC BRC classes? No, it's been remarkably uncarnagey this year so far. Knock on wood. Any any trends you're seeing like more um, or less women taking the classes, more returning riders, more Definitely seeing that, still seeing a lot of those returning riders. The uh, the the middle-aged folks are still represent the lion's share of the people. Mm-hmm. Um a surprisingly large number of younger folks now too. Um like early 20s people. Okay. Um they were always there, but I'm seeing it feels like more this year. Okay. Um and then lots of like in both classes, you no, know, at least two times I've had like father and son, mother oh. and son duos. Um, so it seems to be, yeah, some of the parents who are getting back into riding seem to be bringing their adult kids with them, Mm -hmm. which is sort of cool. I could never do a class like that with my dad. (laughs) It it would just be horrible. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. Why are you doing it so badly? You are the worst thing in the world. You want to go to McDonald's again, Big Mac? Yeah, yeah, I, I would get a kick out of doing it with my dad. I just have to, you have to turn out. The trouble, the trouble with coach brain is it's really hard to turn off. Especially for you. I'm like driving down the road and watching people ride, and in my head I'm like, mm-hmm, look, I'm turning, you know. 
I'm like ready to give him signals out the car window. Stop that! All that you're doing! Stop it! You just pull him over and take the keys away from him. Doing it wrong! <laughs> Time for you to go to the homo, man! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, since the, the sidecar is going to be taken up with uh, your dog, mm. um, Joel s- sent us this lovely fake product from uh, Aerostitch. Oh, yes. The uh, magnetic baby onesie. You know, it looks really attractive. The problem is, is my baby's larger than normal. Mm. She's in the 95th percentile for weight and height. Well, it's not like Aerostitch makes something that'll fit you anyway. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> having something that'll fit my baby, you know, I could buy this, but then they'll want like a hundred bucks to modify it and fit my baby. <laughs> and hey, it's it's a fake product for now, but I'm surprised it, someone's not making it real. Well, the thing that springs to my mind is, uh, you know, all those stories of people duct taping baby seats to things and all that. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, the video that they have with it is pretty hilarious where they uh, <laughs> they pretend to stick the baby with magnets to the fridge. <laughs> that's quality. Uh, that's, that's high awesome. quality. Because you know how you know, ThinkGeek does their April Fool's thing? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then like a year later, they'll actually make it real because everyone's like, I want a Tauntaun sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised someone's just like, Aerostitch oh, has an entire – they could fill half of a catalog with their joke products. That's the funny thing about them. Pretty much everyone they have come out, there's at least one or two. Some dude in Tennessee is looking at that going, oh, that's a gold mine. Now that, that <laughs> I could use. That is the best idea ever. I do not have to fix the truck now. Honey, hold my beer. I'm going to make something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of bad ideas, Chuck. Yes? Have you had any lately? No. My ideas have all been quite good. Good, you say? Yes, I got all my swag from well, not swag because I paid for it. I got all my stuff from Turtech and I, uh-huh. I put it on the Versus using plywood. No, no plywood. No, no, it, it, it all screws right, right in. Who are you? Where is Chuck? What have you done with him? I, I, I did drill a hole in something. I feel a little better, oddly I, enough. I bought a seahorse, one of the seahorse cases. Seahorse cases. Yeah, those are like the the sort of. Quasi pelicans. Yeah, they're competitors to pelican. Okay, yeah. But like, what's his face at uh, Caribou? Mm-hmm. Uh, seahorses are one of the cases he'll offer along oh. with the pelican. Okay, yeah. So they're pretty decent cases. Yeah, it looks it looks pelicany. It doesn't seem to have quite the double layer flexy sort of quality about it. But no, but I've seen people posting stuff about you know running over theirs with their truck and. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I got I picked one up at the gun show. Mm-hmm. Um. And because uh, I wanted to hide the gun I was buying in it. <laughs> <laughs> Sensible. <laughs> uh, and I figured I needed to attach it to the Versus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I drew drilled some holes. Mm-hmm. And I got some uh, half-inch bolts mm-hmm. and nuts. And there it went. There it went. Blam. It's attached. Top case. Whee! With a lock. With a lock. That's plus. And, and and just to make it secure. <laughs> okay. This is this is the, the part. Here were, comes the check part. We've all the, been waiting for this. Okay. So do I, go on. I didn't just use half inch bolts. Hmm. I used the ones with the they're twisted into an eye. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's the big eye. Mm-hmm. And I screwed those down through. Mm-hmm. So I, my eventual plan is to use JB Weld on the nuts underneath and JB weld them to the rack itself mm-hmm. so that they will be secure. But until then, you could just screw them off by hand. Mm-hmm. So what I did was, um, on the inside of the case where the two eye heads are sticking out, yep. I zip-tied them together <laughs> so that you can't, uh, <laughs> you can't screw them. I see. And then um, the nuts themselves I covered in a lot of Gorilla Tape. Well, that'll surely stop them. Well, now they don't look like nuts. Mm-hmm. Now they look like piles of tape. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's not the highest security system I've ever heard, but it would certainly slow someone down. You know, any security system is just to inconvenience someone. That's really kind of it, huh? Yeah. It's all about making your bike a little less attractive than the other. I generally just do that by riding a Strom. Or, you know, you just do that by... Totting it up. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, and it's, that's just temporary. Because, you know, my I, like I said, I'm going to JB weld stuff down to make it more secure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking I might switch out. Because the, the eye head things, they stick up pretty, you know, it's like a... Yeah, into the case. Inches, yeah. 
So I might replace those with normal bolts mm -hmm. and then just do like uh, have the bolts come up through the bottom mm -hmm. and maybe just do drill a hole through the nut and mm -hmm. do like a C-clip or something. Gotcha. Yeah. See how it goes. I don't know. You zip tie the whole damn thing on whatever. Yeah. You know, in Utah especially, I could just zip tie. You know, in Utah, I could just fucking take the case off the bike, set it on the ground next to the bike, and then walk away. <laughs> Duct tape time. Like, oh, well, one time with the Thruxton, I came back from work. I parked it downstairs in the parking garage like mm -hmm. I always do next to the restaurant. It's across the street from my work. Mm -hmm. It's a public garage. Sure. Walk in. Eight hours later, I walk out. Piece of masking tape on the gas tank of the Thruxton. It says, your keys are in the restaurant. No. Oh. <laughs> Wow, that's uh, an awful nice of someone. Yep, so I walked into the restaurant. I was like, hi, I hear you got my keys. Hi, I'm a moron. <laughs> you and my keys. <laughs> well, that's that's fun, isn't it? In Utah, I feel relatively safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I hear about, so somebody sent us the uh, the picture of the rock band on the Ural from Russia. Okay. Which uh, is a fun video. I've been thinking about speakers in the Ural for some time, and my wife always gives me the look when I bring it up. There's a, a Kickstarter thing where you can, like, take any old stereo speaker mm -hmm. and make it Bluetooth enabled. Hmm. So we could get some old 80 tower speakers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and zip tie those to the, uh, to the Ural. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I, I, I think that would be a really good idea. I'm not so sure about that. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah, they modded the heck out of it. He's got a flatbed sidecar that he's got the drum kit on, and they're they're rocking. Is someone playing the guitar? Yeah, someone's playing yep. the guitar, and someone's, yeah. And one guy's riding. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty sweet setup. Yeah, that's not bad. I wonder if they can hear it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in Russia. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. But yeah, we could put some big old 80 tower speakers, and you could rock out, grow mm -hmm. a mullet. Yep, yep. I, I like where this is going. Get a bandana, mm -hmm. maybe wear a Union Jack. Wife mm -hmm. beater. Yep, solid. Solid, I'm behind it. I, I like this idea. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. idea is good. Wait, are you? does that make you the vaguely ethnic drummer? Sure, why not? Okay. <laughs> Just as long as we've got that cleared up. Uh, should we do mail? I think it's time for mail. Mail. Mail, mail, mail. We got a lot of mail. Oh, my God. Actually, um, some particularly interesting mail. Okay. This first one is from Sean, and he's the guy that sent us the, the Russian video thing, mm -hmm. right? Yep. His bike, a 2006 Yamaha FZ6, is just about to wake up after a two-year baby-induced coma. <laughs> in regards to old fuel in a sealed tank, what is your recommendation? Can Don't it, do it. Can it cause any harm if I just fill it the rest of the way, two-thirds, with Fresh fuel. By harm, do you mean huge explosion? No. Then no, then everything's fine. <laughs> I, I, you know, honestly, if it's been in there for two years and without stabilizer in it, I don't know. I'd do it. I, what the hell? I mean, it's not gonna, it's not gonna degrade that. I mean, uh, he's got a third of a tank, mm -hmm. so he's talking maybe what a two gallons, gallon, a gallon and a half. Fill it up with the rest of the gas. See what happens. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, we're, really, your big worry is that it's gummed up something. If it's a fuel-injected bike, it's hard to gum up the works. Yeah, it'd be fine. It's mostly your pet cock and your fuel system that you don't want to gum up. <laughs> <sighs> we'll wait. Pet cock. Uh, no, I've done that with, like, lawnmowers and mm -hmm. snowblowers. Yeah. Eh, yeah. It'll be fine. Okay. It's, I'll give it a shot. I mean, stable is definitely a good idea for that kind of stuff, but... Mm -hmm. Two years. Two years. Mm. Yeah. You're, 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 a gallon and a half of gas, you're fine. Mm -hmm. And it's a sealed tank. Yep. Just just, just fill it up and ride it like you stole it. Worst case scenario, it doesn't run, in which case, you know, then do other stuff. So John writes, please mention on your podcast, I'm looking for help for my fellow two flight crew members on a rotor wing air ambulance that lost their homes in the West Texas blast. Holy crap. Yeah. While we work for the same company, we don't work at the same base. We have two flight nurses that work and live in the town of West Texas. And both of their homes are destroyed. If you'd like to help those two crew members that have saved countless lives, not just motorcyclists, but others, Kevin and Angela couldn't begin to tell me their needs. They haven't seen their homes to know what all has been destroyed. They both lived close to the plant, though. I asked them to give me an idea of where they will shop when they know their needs. Um, Kevin Smith and his wife Holly said they normally shop at Walmart, Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, Belks, Home Depot, and Old Navy, your standard ones. Gift cards or cash would be of most help. 
Angela Bryce said that gift cards to Walmart's Coles and Old Navy would be helpful. Cash is always a good option and can be used for anything. Donations can be made directly to them via their PayPal accounts, which we'll post online. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right. Well, let's mention it. Okay. Um, John Jones is looking for help for his fellow two flight crew members on a road. I rotor. think we, we already mentioned that. But But, but he's, he, 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 he's, he has to, to mention it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So John Jones is looking for help. <laughs> We'll post up, yeah, PayPal accounts. I mean, it's mm-hmm. that, that last week was a rough week. It's uh, it's been an ugly one. I'm glad they're safe. Definitely. So you know, maybe so, or I know the John has sent the same letter to the Pace. Mm-hmm. So if you you know if you do lend these people out hand, make sure to say take that to Pace. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would say I I I hate to be a killjoy for this, but it's probably not a bad idea to you know make sure. It's legit. Sure. I haven't checked them out very closely, I'll be honest. I haven't looked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, could be, this could be North Korea. You know, we just got away from North Korea. Mm-hmm. I still have the scars. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so buyer beware. Buyer beware. Buyer but, beware. No, no, no. But hey, if it's a good cause. What the hell? Yeah. Tim writes, hey, nerds. Behold, I am a shiny brand new licensed rider. Oh, God, no. Ding, ding. Thought I would send you a quick update on my progress. I took the MSF course this weekend and miraculously passed. I racked up eight points during the test, three for that goddamn box. Would everyone stop worrying about the box, please? And five for not entering the curve at a high enough speed. There are worse alternatives. (laughs) We've discussed them. (laughs) Besides the skills, the biggest takeaway for me from class was how little I really know now and how long it will take to become a truly skilled rider. Well, look who's Socrates now. For now, parking lots all over town are my bitch. (laughs) Nice. I was a little disconcerted by some of the bikes people told me they already owned or were planning on getting after the class. (laughs) Mostly giant cruisers or leader sport bikes. And to think I agonized over buying a 650 Strom. I just hope they don't all kill themselves. Come to think of it, I hope I don't kill myself. Thanks for putting this show together, keeping it going, being part of my motivation to get this done. Your advice and knowledge has been much appreciated and will continue to be so. Go team me. Uh, Tim, you you mis you misspelled Chuck. Yeah, it's after the C H U C K. You dummy. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. It's nice always to... nice to hear new writers, and hopefully, we're giving some sort of positive influence in addition to the incredible amounts of negative influence we give. <laughs> Wheelies, <laughs> stoppies. Can you do that on a strum? I don't know. Is that I don't know, or is that I don't know? No, it's I, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure how well it would work on something with Forks as Flexible as the Strom. <laughs> yeah, the Strom is also like really long. Yeah, which very is long. a bit of a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wheelies? Uh, I heard from a friend that can do those. Uh, yeah, okay. You, mm-hmm. A friend, huh? Yes, a friend. Yeah, never yeah. done them, of course. Of course. Know, that would be. Never ir- by accident. Irresponsible. No, that would be irresponsible and unsafe of me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alan writes. Uh, Hi, guys. I went to my local Honda dealership and seen the new Honda CB1100. The bike looked pretty nice. The old CB1100F was a nice-looking bike, but not one that really grabbed my attention. Should we be making fun of the listeners' emails? Mm. This one did not grape my attention. Grape attention. I was telling myself, why doesn't Honda come out with a new retro V65 Magna? Okay, now we have to make fun of this guy. <laughs> it was super fast and smooth bike. I know the bike has it has it had wait. I know the bike had it issues. Overhead cams overheating and breaking down. And spilling oil everywhere. My question to you, what bike would you like to see brought back to life? I have to say it is not the V65 Magna. The V65 series was the very tempting but ultimately awful <laughs> predecessors to the Viffers and so forth. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, nice idea, but they uh, they were bad issues. <laughs> they, had it. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't age gracefully. My answer clearly is a Ulysses. I would like to see a new modern take on the Ulysses mm-hmm. with the lessons learned from, you know, during its production run mm-hmm. from, you know, four or five years. Yep. Because there's, there's improvements that could certainly be made with that bike. Yeah, absolutely. But that bike was just so awesome on its own as was, even when you're low sliding it through your experienced writer's course. For example. I can say I never did that. What bike would I like to see brought back to life? I want the naked gold wings back. You know, not the not the not the cruisery fied like the the you know the Valkyrie which was kinda like that. Yeah. But I want like a naked six cylinder gold wing, like that sits standard style. Okay. Just I mean just 
how bad I mean you look at these old naked goblins the things are gorgeous mm-hmm. you know and they have the usual problems of old 80s bikes but the engine itself is usually a tank mm-hmm. I, I want them back they're they're cool I mean the engine design and the everything on the thing was way ahead of its time you think let's that's, put the, that's what Honda's trying to do with their new that new uh, Goldwing variant the new Goldwing variant where all they did was take the trunk off yeah. no I don't think that's what they're trying to do with it it didn't looks as Goldwingy to me. It looks extremely Goldwingy. It's a Goldwing without a trunk. Yeah, yeah I, I think they're thinking of that, but it's not. It's not the naked wing. Yeah. I mean, the naked wing looked badass. It, the engine is very, you know, and the Goldwing is very imposing. It's like yeah. two giant toasters sticking out the side yeah. with ominous pipes going in and out of them. Uh-huh. You know, a six-cylinder naked Goldwing with like a six-into-six six exhaust. You That's just want to put badass. a sidecar on it, don't you? Thought crossed my mind. <laughs> But, you know, I just I, – I miss it. You know, I think that was a cool thing they did. I think they really they, – they dropped the ball on that one. You know, I'd like to see a Katana brought back. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you know, in general, the, the CB1100 is kind of bringing back a little bit of that UJM thing with modern yeah. stuff. The yeah. nice thing about that UJM design, the Katana is basically the somewhere between a sport bike and a sport UJM. kind of – yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's very much, the Katana is very much just like a UJM with sporty fairings with, with stuff. Swoopy, swoopy yeah. bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, that'd be sort of neat. Yeah. Especially the really weird, ugly looking Katana. You know, the the original one with the crazy oh, okay, stuff? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That'd be okay with that. yeah, That'd be neat. Yeah. That'd be neat. It was kind of cool when Honda was, uh, they brought back the old paint scheme for the, the Ziffer. Yeah, it's a nice touch. Yeah, so but you know, I I, I would kind of go for that sort of older, mm-hmm. older eighties model. Yeah, I guess the big thing is you think about the old bikes, and I just I can't get around the problems of the old bikes. And the, the fact of the matter is, modern bikes are so good. Right. You know. Well, they'd have to. You know, when they if they brought back a bike, they'd have to they they'd modernize. They'd have to modernize it. it. Yeah. Like what you know, Triumph does with the with their mm-hmm. classic style. It's true with the Thrux, and they do all kinds of things to make it look classic, but actually everything under it is pretty modern. Right. So. And it rides like it, so yeah, pretty much, except for those that suspension. Do. Yeah, the suspension. We, not so we should not speak of that. No, no. <laughs> fuck that suspension. <laughs> ah, yeah. so we got we got one more letter. Just a minute. I'm imagining myself on a naked Goldwing, picking up chicks from those hippie like like dress thingies. You're imagining yourself naked, aren't you? Well, no. God pants. damn it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Let's see. I think uh, this is your turn. Jonathan writes, I love you guys. I love you, man! Creepy. <laughs> so I've been riding my bike a good bit and have been skipping the gym, so I have fallen a little behind on my podcast. He listens to us at the gym? <clears throat> Real nerds. <clears throat> Grunting. Tonight I had a little project out in the garage that I needed to work on. So hot and sweaty. I plugged my phone in my radio and got to work giggling at the joyful sounds of Todd and Chuck. You will never guess what that project hey, was. that's not what he wrote. What? He wrote Chuck and Todd. Uh, he, it's a typo, obviously. <laughs> it, it was unloading and assembling my new motorcycle lift table from Harbor Freight. <laughs> don't don't die, Jonathan. <laughs> I wonder if he bought it with that 25% off coupon. <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was awful tempting, wasn't it? I've been looking at this thing for years, but I always feared the quality, or lack thereof, of the product. Oh, why couldn't I have played your podcast on the way to the store? If I had, maybe I would have at least bought the service plan. <laughs> uh, I want to know how well, how that thing works out. I, I think I think motorcycle riders who have been into Harbor Freight everywhere are waiting. They're like, I, does it does it work? I mean, is it like, are you still alive? Do you have all your limbs? Jonathan, the number one thing I've heard about that motorcycle lift table mm-hmm. is you need to replace the front wheel chalk. Well, yeah, obviously the front wheel chalk that's on there is like two pieces of sheet metal. Yeah, it's garbage. So replace that one with another wheel chalk from the Harbor Freight. You could do mm. that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you ask them, they'll sell you the service plan now. <laughs> I'd, I'd like the service plan, please. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Why does it smell like a barn in here all the time? <laughs> Wait, does the lift smell like a barn? Does this garage now smell like a barn? It's got it because the thing's packed with that packing grease. Yeah. It's got to smell barney. Like a Harbor Freight. <laughs> I want Jonathan, send us a picture of your bike up on this thing to prove you've put it together and it works. Yes, and then tell us how the damn thing works because I tell you what, I, I 
Man, I, I... It's the foot pump thingy. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, is it good? Oh, oh, that. Because every time I see I'm like, boy, you know, I could put that in my garage floor, you know, and like, like recess it in, and then I could totally like put my bike on it, and then I could lift it up, and it... You don't even have to recess it. A lot of stuff I've seen about it, guys just uh, drive, park their car right on top of it. Yeah, I suppose that worked, it's, too. It's not that high. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Recessing, it's cooler and more, you know, like... That's a lot shopping. of work. Well, that's true. It is Garage bad. floors are concrete. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I see where you're coming with that. I, 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 I you know, I bought the front wheel chalk from Harbor Freight. Yeah. And I put, uh, I mounted it to the garage floor, drilling holes into mm-hmm. the concrete. Yeah. That was a bitch. Excuse me, wait. No, back up a second. You know why it was a bitch? It's because your drill sucks. No, I was using a good one. Your drill is a piece. We tried to drill holes through the sheet metal in the side of the sidecar of the Ural, and it took forever with your drill. I went home and picked up my nice drill. It was like, voop, 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 we're done. Which drill did we use? I don't know. The shitty one. (laughs) The one in your garage that can't drill through things. It just sort of spins and vaguely scrapes them. (laughs) The paint removal drill, I'm pretty sure, is what it's for. Well, this one drilled into the concrete, uh-huh. and I had a masonry bit on it. Uh-huh. Maybe we just used the wrong bit. I think that's distinctly possible. That's probably it. Or your drill's a piece. It's not a piece. It's a piece. It's just piece. I'm going to drill a hole in your head. Mm, scary. I'll feel the tickle. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Even if I did drill into your head and scramble your brains, you probably, you'd be fine. Might help the show's ratings. <laughs> you'd just be like, huh. <laughs> That was that felt weird. Everything's kind of blue. I think I, I think I want to go buy a KLR. <laughs> do, you, do you have any styrofoam? Do you, yeah, do you have any coolers you aren't using? <laughs> I need a milk crate. <laughs> Who sells that milk crate thing? Arrow Stitch. Arrow Stitch sells a high-end milk crate. <laughs> the high-end milk crate, and they sell the the ramp thing that goes on the milk crate. The ramp thing that goes on the milk. Crate. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like imagine the the Harbor Freight thing. Oh right, made of milk crates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, you know what? You know what? The really funny thing about it, though, is I, I looked at that. It and you're like, out, yes. It turned out it didn't quite fit my bike, and they couldn't do anything for me. <laughs> or didn't they offer to like do something for you for an extra five hundred? They offered to build me a custom crate for if you, if you mailed bucks. it back to them. Yeah, I had to mail it back to Duluth. <laughs> what have you learned, Todd? I've learned that my rhymes are fatter than I thought. I've learned that we'll probably not get anyone from Arrow Stitch on our show. <laughs> That's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. If you listen to us on iTunes, please write a review for us so that we can get some more exposure and hits. Thanks. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheel Nerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.